0: He's one of the most exciting fighters on the UFC roster. He drove himself out from Fontana, California. It's Bobby Green on this week's Food Truck Diaries, and I'm feeding him Gordo's Hot Chicken Sandwiches on this week's Food Truck Diaries.
1: Let's go. Make it big, big, super thick. From my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need it thick, girl. I have a model bitch, now I got a thick one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late, yeah, we had a sick one. Yeah, very drunk. Yeah, and
0: I like options. I Mr. Bobby Green. What's, know, what's, what's going there? on, big dog?
1: You're looking day, fly,
0: man. That's an outfit I could not pull off. You I try, try. I take
1: some risks, but you look pretty dope, man. Appreciate you, brother. I try something different every time, you know? A little this, a little that. Yeah. You'll see me in this, and this you'll see me in a suit. You yeah, know? you
0: got some swag to you, man. I try. I try. You got some swag. You're one of the biggest personalities in the UFC. And I feel like right now, I've wanted you on the show for a while. I've been following for, we talked about it off here, I've been following for a hot second. You're one of the guys I've wanted on the show. And now... I guess you could say similar to Masvidal. It's like, you guys are these... Journeyman's the wrong term, because journeyman's like, you know... I hate that fucking word. I hate, I hate it, too. You I can't, know. I, I'm trying to think of a better word, but... I would I say, could say late bloomer. Late bloomer, but I wouldn't say you're late... I guess late bloomer to the general fans. Yeah. But for the hardcores, like, they've been fans of you guys for a while. So for you guys to finally get your shine, I think for the hardcores, it's like, oh, finally, man. Finally, you guys are getting some
1: recognition. That's that's the perfect word, finally. You know, it's like, I was getting ready, just like, maybe I should sit it down, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, like you ran a mile, right? And at the end of the mile, they're like, you did really great, but we need you to run another one. Because now it's like, now it counts. Yep. Now it's like, now people are watching. Before two
0: people are watching run that mile, now you got millions of people watching run that mile.
1: Yeah, but I still stick to the same philosophy, I still stick to the same goals. And just being you, bro, that's it, you know? Uh, I've been the same person back then. I'm just kind of like, well, now you're catching on. Like, a lot of people made fun of me, and a lot of people said my style wouldn't work interest for MMA, you know? Like, Dan Crumman would say the shoulder roll, you can't do that in MMA. they saying that he's like Mayweather. So I proved that Mayweather they said that he couldn't do the sport Well, I could do it, you yep, know? Yep, yep. Where, where a boxer couldn't come and do these different things. No, I showed that it could actually be worked and done, you know?
0: Yeah, you do it your way, which you're original with it, which I think people admire, and that's why people follow you. Um, but it hasn't been easy. I mean, one of the reasons I want you on the show is, you know, your, your background, I think it's inspirational, you know? And we have uh, Cleo Roundtree, who's another inspirational guy coming on soon. But there's these stories inside the UFC where, you know, the UFC highlights as, you know, as much as they can. But to me, it's like with your story and your background, it's just so inspirational because along the way, and we talk about you just getting shine now, along the way, it's been so easy for you to go down a different path. You know, it's yeah. just, it's just your, yeah. your, your background, I feel like, is so inspirational. And so many people, maybe they haven't heard this story. It's just, it's insane, man. Shell says that to out.
1: me. He says that you should keep repeating it. You think that people have been following the story, but people who didn't know, like some people think I've just been rich and I've been this yeah. guy who, no, I was broke, poor, foster care since I was four years old. You know, um, didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad, I was her, uh, my grandmother raised me, but the only way she got me was that they didn't know that my dad was my dad because my name is Bobby Green mm-hmm. and his name is something different. And I'm not named as my mom either. Weird, crazy stuff, but basically, my grandmother got me in the fair from foster care. And, and she and died. I don't
0: mean to interrupt you, but your grandma took you under her wing because your mom was an addict, is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir.
1: Yes, sir. And so my dad came, got us from there. Um, no, my dad was taken to prison. My uh, my mom came and brought us to her, to our house one day. She walked us up there. She walked away, and I was like, I hadn't seen her for like four years. After that, I see her every once in a and while. When now. She, and when she
0: walked you to your grandma's, it was you, your brother. Uh, is me, it?
1: my brother. yep. me and and both of my brothers. Oh, so you have yeah. more than one brother. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. two brothers. You know, um, and so you're the oldest. My. No, no, I'm the middle. So gotcha. I have an older brother and a younger brother. Gotcha. And so that's the family circuit. And then this one, my younger brother got killed. Correct. Yeah. And my bigger brother got taken away and from foster care. They took him to another home. And so I can't imagine. It's just been a crazy storm, brother. It's been a crazy storm, and I've been holding on and trying to stay positive and keep a smile. But at the same time, fuck it's nuts. You're human. Yeah. You know, but you have this nuts.
0: tough exterior, you know, but inside it has to be tough. I want to get into it. I know the guys want to get to the truck, so definitely get into this. I don't want to interrupt you. Let me feed you some. You drove all the way from Fontana? Yes, sir. Which yes, is sir. how far?
1: It's about an hour and a half, you know? it was about an, it's now, an hour and 32. Now, you're, I was known as the guy that drove
0: all over California to find the best training. When I was fighting, I would drive from Venice Beach. I know you don't know the coast like most people do, but I would drive from Venice Beach to Orange County five days a week during the middle of rush hour traffic in a Prius and i would get out of my prius and kick the prius and then i would head back around noon i would do condition in santa monica rest and then i would drive in rush hour traffic rough rough or uh, rush hour traffic to redondo to train with henna gracie so you're at looking at you are looking beat. about
1: five hours a day of sitting in the car you got me beat on the prius part i just thought i go get it like two g's i go buy a beaner car and i just drive it around and just Put around, just and it's a, beat a up, little, but still yeah. good gas. Mileage. We're, yeah, beat, you know what what I mean? are we talking? Are we talking like a, like a Honda? Okay, Civic it depends. Or? It depends. Depends on the situation and how I feel. For instance, there's some situations where, like right now, gas is crazy. So, like, a, just a, a four banger, you know, a yeah, little four sure. cylinder yeah, right around. 100%. Or I'll get a trick car. A trick car is like, I'm gonna buy this car, and then I'm gonna wrap it some crazy, or I'm gonna put a Lamborghini Doors on it, just, and I already spent two Gs on it, so. If I put another two,
0: you got a $4,000 car, you know? So when he's talking about gas is crazy, obviously the audience knows gas is crazy. In California, I filled up yesterday, it's at $7. Nuts. $7. Well, let me feed you some free food. Bro, it
1: cost me 83 bucks to fill my tank. God,
0: damn it, what are we doing? Well, this didn't cost you anything, let me feed you. <laughs> yes
1: sir, yes sir, let's get it. What's up brother? What's
0: up man? Gordo's hot chicken, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. How's business going, brother? It's good, man. It's good? Yeah. I dig the hat, man.
1: Thank you. We got hats for both of you guys. Dope. Yeah, Definitely rock that. Uh, hell yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm going to rock the checker hat. What, yeah. do you,
0: uh, what do you suggest here, man?
1: So the, our most popular sandwiches are plates. is a sandwich combo and the Gordo fries. The Gordo fries is the least messiest. So I would recommend that one, but anything on the menu is good. That was good. A little mess. The gordo fries are the least messiest? Yeah. The oh, most messiest most. Is the, oh, the Gordo most. Burger.
0: The Gordo burger?
1: Yeah, it has tater
0: tots, mac, inside the burger. Oh, you're trying to shit your pants. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dog.
1: You go that first. Yeah,
0: I'll do the combo number one. I'll do the sandwich combo. Sounds good.
1: What about you, Bobby? I want to do the grilled cheese combo. Ooh, that looks yeah. nice. I'm not mad at that at all. You want
0: pineapple coleslaw and the grilled cheese?
1: Pineapple and the grilled cheese? Pineapple coleslaw. Oh, That's damn. nuts That's as well. Uh, let's do it on the side just in it's case. Right. You right. never know. Yeah. I'm not a coastal fan, but I might like it. Thing. You know? It's
0: smart play. Yeah. yeah. You guys came down from Oxnard? from Oxnard? Love it up
1: there, man. Yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah. Do you pick the trucks? or they pick the trucks? How does that work?
0: Uh, we all kind of do. Yeah, we put out a bat signal and then certain people, that's like sick. certain food trucks, like, yeah, we're in, man. And then, yeah. Uh, great business right there. great business. Yeah, we like to right The thing about LA, there's so many good food trucks. Uh, so, like, to highlight a good food truck is That's what I'm saying. Food. Yeah, that's yeah. great
1: exposure for them also. And you, you know? you'll
0: see, like, you know, in LA, especially, like, the food trucks are, like, legit food, man. Legit. We've only had probably one bad food truck. These steamed burgers is a nightmare with Chael Sonnen. Or no, Tim Kennedy. Like oh, two sure. years, At least years you're ago. honest. At
1: least you're yeah. honest. Keep it real. Tim you was know?
0: dead honest. They added a lot of it out. And he goes, you're steaming the burgers? And the guy goes, yeah. And Tim goes, don't do that. <laughs>
1: and the guy goes, no, that's what we do. He goes, I'm telling you, don't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Let's take a little break from chatting and stuffing our face with Bobby Green because, man, my friends at Peloton, they're pushing you further with so much. They have so much going on, the Peloton Bike, Peloton Bike Plus. They have new classes, new music, new ways to keep your workouts fun and motivating. They're offering boxing now. Yeah, that's right. Do you need gloves? Nope. Do you have to get punched in the face? Nope. Nope. You can do it from the comfort of your home and get a great workout with their phenomenal Peloton instructors. They have new artist series music selections, all right? Uh, Work out to the music that you love, man. Pop, rock, hip-hop, EDM. They have over 100 artist series to choose from so you can find your favorite music and get to work and shed them calories, man. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. Now let's get back to the program. All right, my man. Let's dig in. They put your uh, pineapple coleslaw on the side for you.
1: The mac yeah. and cheese looks pretty legit. And so you don't know, but I'm a food connoisseur. Like, oh really? I was thinking like maybe I should have a show where I just go. I have fights, but then I go and try That'd stop and try foods and, and and rate them. You know and judge them. So we're gonna get this to the rating. I wanted to give them a you, rating. You,
0: you're gonna give it a rating? Yeah. If you is there good food
1: out in Fontana? What? What? Right. Brother, there's good food everywhere. You just gotta search.
0: True, okay, but like, what's the go-to in Fontana? Hold oh, no, like on, that, that shit is amazing.
1: Yeah, they, I'm telling you, these foods are fire. That is amazing, I I'm, yeah, I'm not a coleslaw fan. But the way they kinda put the cream Let's in with it, it's going. You know, I definitely go with that. I know that with chicken sandwiches, you always gotta mix the coleslaw with them. It's like the thing they're doing. It's pickles and, or it's coleslaw. Yeah, that's fire. it's fire, Yeah. Good. Um, In Fontana, what's the, what's the go-to? Um, so if I was in Fontana, they got something called Miguel's Sushi. You ever had one of those? Miguel's Sushi?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's like a Mexican guy making sushi? Yeah, it's like a Mexican style. Hard pass, style. dude. Really? Mexican style, What yeah. are we talking about?
0: So it's just a little different, like. Like the like, tem- tempuras, like, uh, flaming they like have,
1: Cheetos? They do, they do all that stuff, too, you know? Like, uh, like normal, uh, like, type sushi. But they're gonna do it, I mean, tempura, too. They still have tempura. But they just do it a little bit different, you know? It's just a little bit different. Not too much different, you know? It's chill. I like that type of stuff. I'm into everything, brother. Like, I like Italian. I'm really big into, like, Italian foods, Mexican foods. I'm into everything. I mean, I'll try out Miguel's Sushi now that because you recommend it. But if yeah, I was driving by a place that said Miguel's Sushi, it'd be a hard pass, you know what I'm saying? At first, I was kind of like that, too. But sushi's my favorite food, so I'm like, uh, give it, it a try. Not good. But I feel tr- like that's what you gotta do, brother. Like you always have to try something new. Yeah, that's
0: what life's about. Yep. Trying something new. Agree. So for you, you're coming off the loss to Makachev, which I want to get into. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? But you know? but I see. I don't. Yeah, technically it's a loss, but also. I think you gained the respect. Not that you didn't have respect before, but I think you gained the respect of the fan base, Makachev's Mok- fan base. Like, you kind of saved that card, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To take it uh, on a late notice. Also, it's a big, it was a risk for you and it wasn't. Because I think no matter what the outcome, um, you gain the respect. And I don't think you like lose your, your spot in line, you know, because you're coming off two wins. You, you know, you had a really good year. So, Contractually, like you were, what, what were you talking about? Your six fight deal, right? So no,
1: no, no, I'm no. four. Four? Yeah.
0: And so you're. So
1: was was the end of the four coming off these so, two wins? So I fought Fezef, monster. Got the first fight of the night, decision fight of the night. I fought Al next, and Al I went knocked him out. Then I fought the uh, uh, Nazareth. And so fight, I him. felt like I'm on fire right now. I'm getting it rolling. Yeah, you already lost your fight of the night. And then I get tossed this other one. I feel like you kind of just throw a monkey, I throw a ranch, in, or um, is it a monkey in your ranch, or is it one of the ranches and one of those monkeys? lot of ranches, a lot it. of
0: monkeys. But <laughs> so they called you. They're like, hey, we know you don't have a fight left on your contract. Makhachev you had one load. left. Oh, and this was and the that one. that was
1: Makhachev. And so Jason calls me, my manager. He's just like, hey, you want to you wanna do the fight? I'm like, be honest? I'm gonna be honest, gay. Okay? I'm real. I was smoking, on vacation, yeah, sitting on the couch. Yeah. I enjoy myself when I'm off, you know. When it's work time, it's work time. You should. And when it's not, it's not, yeah. you know? And so I'm hanging out. Um my girl's getting ready to have surgery the next day. Surgery and like uh She's gonna have knee surgery. Oh gotcha. She blurred yeah. knee out. Um uh, yes, at work, she, okay. she tweaked her knee, okay. somehow so it work, yeah. Blew her knee out. So yeah, she's, so gonna she's going to go have squeaky. surgery the next morning. We're packing the bags. And We're the mugshot fight was
0: how much of a notice? 10 days. Okay.
1: I'm sitting on the couch, I'm fat, I'm eating stuff like this. Yes. You know, I'm 190, 95 pounds, Dang. you know, you want me to get back to 55 in 10 days? Are you? Are you are you nuts? Now, you know?
0: now, now when they th- when they told you Makachev 10 days, I'm assuming there's some compensation, additional compensation, or is it like, no, this is your one fight, but it's 10 days, but you're kind of doing them a solid?
1: Of know? course, of course. I mean, I'm not going to risk my name, my legacy, and all this stuff not to be compensated, so they definitely took care of me. And and that's the end goal, you know? Like, I waited it kind of out. You could just go in there and, like, like, it was a shit show. Just to throw this together, not to mention everything else that came behind. I can tell you a thousand things that happened up until that fight that I didn't realize that I was dealing with, like, for one, um, media. You started media at 9 a.m. Well, because now you're the main event. Main event. Heavy lines 9 a.m.? Yep. We didn't finish till, like, 3, 4 o'clock. I was like, like... They're, they're, you miss your training in the morning, yep, you man. miss food, I barely even had a sip of water, and you know? I,
0: there's a uh, a video that went pretty viral, Makachev is getting annoyed too about doing all that media. It's and fucking K- nuts. It's nuts, and Khabib tells him, goes, as coach says, just lose, this all goes away. Like, <laughs> all you gotta do is, it's really easy, it's simple, just lose and all this, all this media and uh, publicity all goes away. All you gotta do is lose, dude, and this all goes away. He was like, "This is easy." He slapped on back. He's like, "Come on, stay focused." Can you see Makachev? He's not, you know, he's new to the main events. And again, heavy lies the crown. Like everybody wants to be a champ, till you gotta do champ shit, man. And, and I think Frank Mayer's talked about, Brock Lesnar talked about. It's, you know, not, once you're a main event, or you're the heavyweight, you know, or, or world champion in general, you have so much shit. more responsibility. Yes. Man. And I don't think people realize that. Schedule.
1: Yeah. Um, so that but, was a
0: that was a tidal wave. You weren't ready for it. all that mark and everything.
1: I just want to challenge that what you're saying a little bit. I would say because uh, you said don't lose if you lose it'll be over. Nah, because guys like like Nate Diaz lose, Jorge you might as well lose, losing, they're still stars. Different though, right? Why? For for Makachev though, he's, why? he's not like them? Bingo. Yeah, Makachev That's has to win. That's what we're getting to. Yes. That's what we're getting to. And I always try to tell the. The up-and-coming guys, you know, I always tell them, what type of product you selling, you know? Like I mean, if we're both selling shirts, you're selling a shirt and I'm selling a shirt, what's going to make them want my shirt a little bit more than your shirt, Yeah. you know? You we all selling shirts, so if I want a shirt, I just get a shirt, but no, I want something special.
0: Yeah, and so, care.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe my quality's a little better than your quality. I took mine to a, a higher level printer yeah. and, and it comes out just a little more crisp and yeah. people can tell. And it shows. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like that's it, Matt. I took him. I'm like, listen, you gotta get more exciting, kid. That even though you won, yeah. it's kind of fucking boring. Just like I said, yeah. you know. And it's like, give me a little something. Let's, let's make it exciting, you know. Like
0: go- going into that fight, we're like, you're, you're, where are we at mentally? We're like, all right. Obviously, he wants to take me down. Mm-hmm. Like your advantages is on the feet, even though he's good on the feet, your your knockout power, your explosiveness, your athleticism is where you excel, especially against him. So it was going in just like, All right, I got to catch this dude in the first 30 seconds. What are we talking,
1: where's the, the camp's mentality was what? Um, the camp's mentality, he's gonna wrestle. So we're trying to get our wrestling timing together. But again, like I said, there's so many other things that I did not know what was happening in life for instance, the media stuff. Media will fuck your training up. You It'll know? train you. Hey, stop. Can you say that again? No. no. Oh, can we turn the music down? Oh, can you do one of those things and can you do this and stop? And it just getting them, like it was just so new, you know? Like yeah. I and didn't even get warned. I was driving to the gym and all these cameras just came out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, more am on TMZ right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And they're kind of getting I'm like like, what, why did they feel me get on my car? Like, there's yeah. not, nothing important, you know? Yep. Feel my training? Cool. Yeah. You know? And so just getting used to all those different things that come with it, you know? Yeah, it's a lot.
0: Um, going back, if, if you would have told yourself when you're 16, you'd be the main event on a UFC card against Markachev when you were 17, wrestling at Fontana High, or where the hell your high school was, would you have ever imagined this? I would have wrestled harder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, you were a good wrestler though. Yeah, um, I wrestled, but I'm kind of like Gaethje. i just stood in the back, you know? It's cool to wrestle, but if you're not wrestling and you're wrestling are exciting, like for instance, Frankie Edgar's wrestling was exciting. Pick up, dump oh, yeah. and dump you, and that's exciting wrestling. Yeah. It's just not just flashing, the praying, yeah, the yeah. hugging, you know? And, and at least bring some style points to that, you know? Again, what are you selling? So, I would tell myself uh, to wrestle harder, but would I believe that would be here? No, I was a broke kid, brother. You're like, my girl just showed me a picture of me in the newspaper back then in high school. They did a little article on me and it was the first time I'm in the newspaper. And it was the first time we kind of connected like what I'm doing. How far you've made it? I had the story about my grandmother dying and everything else and what I'm going through and how I'm building this. And and I'm broken all these records. Like, for instance, my high school, I broke all the numbers. Nobody still has broke my record for being a two-time state placer and and blah, blah, blah. And so, no, I wouldn't imagine it. And I'm thankful for every woman I get.
0: Yeah, because, you know, you could have went down a completely different path. And obviously, it's a touchy subject. But obviously, your younger brother went down this path. And then you decided, thank God, you found wrestling. You went down this path, you know? So I think it's more so than anyone, you kind of know the the magnitude of, of that fork in the road, you go oh. left to right. it been easy for you to go left like your younger brother did. Uh,
1: bro, I'll be honest. I wish I could say that it was me. Because I want to say there's a bit of me, you know? But your choices. But I was still a young kid myself. My grandma died when I was 14 years old, 15 years old. Uh-huh. My little brother, he's 12, and that's where he made the decision to join a gang. He's 12 years old, he doesn't know, he just knows. This. We're hanging out with his buddies and we're calling ourselves this, you know? Yeah. And, and so... Um, 12, God, that's young, man. Yeah, brother, 12 brother, and he got into brother. that street life. But what I'm saying is that uh, it's just God, okay? My, so I told you I got two brothers, blood and both my blood. I got a bunch of brothers that are white, Mexican, and sure. everything else but my two blood. My bigger brother got shot. My, big, my little brother got killed. Yes. You know, homies all shot, killed, blah blah blah. I'm just grateful to God that I just was in the right place at the right time. Somebody moved me here, you know. I, I be honest, I, I wouldn't try to say it was me. It was just God. You know, also I, I could have got shot. San Bernardino's fucking raw, bro. Like yeah. we got a raw rate, murder rate, and everything else, you know. Really? For years. Like tough we, can, we can we be can been competing with LA. Chicago, and we've been competing for years for that, you know. Yeah,
0: I and I, you know, I respect the, the whole God thing, but I think you have to give yourself a little bit of credit, you know. I was I said, I, a you, little you bit. You have to with the discipline of wrestling, and again, it'd been easy. The easy thing to do is go to that street life, but you decide to stay focused on wrestling and. Yeah, like when now. my
1: brother, when my brother um, went there, I could have went too. Yes. But my grandmother, she takes me, takes us in, right. My grandma never, like, she was so tough on me. She was always mean. I always got all the different things. I had to clean the house, I had to do chores, I had to do all this different stuff, you know? And she never understood me. Finally, the last year of her, her life, we finally just, I got it. Hey, have coffee ready in the morning when she wakes up. Yep. Those floors better sweat mop, the dishes better be cleaned, Discipline. you know? And once I did those things, she just moved easier through life. But if she got up and she saw Dirty, and I'm in there watching TV, watching cartoons, she. Yeah, she's throwing yeah. shit over. So we finally made an understanding. She's seeing, hey, he's being this wrestler. She come home. I come home. She rubbed me in the alcohol. The hard
0: work. Yeah. All
1: my sore muscles. It and sounds
0: like she respected discipline, hard work.
1: She finally saw me because I'm telling you, she thought it was gonna be a. She knew how messed up I was.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I was coming home with with bleached hair, bro. I was I had spiked hair, like like your type of hair. We had the fucking we had the perm on shit. Oh, and and then so I perm it straight. Then I'd bleach it blonde. I'd walk around with fucking crazy ass makeup on my face. My, my you grandma you was store so makeup? Oh, fuck yeah, bro. Oh, One is, time I, I laid fantastic. in a pool of Kool Aid, all red, and I dyed my hair red. It was red, spiked. I put red contacts in, red clothes, and I sat in school and I was just sitting there like this. Were you just looking for attention, or what are we doing? Yes, looking, yeah. for looking for attention. I didn't have
0: mom, dad. You didn't really you know? have a, like uh, someone to follow, right? You didn't have like a mentor.
1: And for? then I had a little bit of uh, what is the word uh, rebellion? Rebellion in me. I'm sure. So I sit in class. They remove me by third period. Because you look crazy. Because I look crazy. I'm not saying anything. I'm not doing anything to anybody. I'm just. But also, you know. And they like, so here comes security. Yeah. So you know what I did? I came back blue the next day. Oh, and wow. So, That's dedication, you know? though. Yeah. Bro, and so I'm dying my hair. I'm doing all this stuff. People are like, well, what are you going to do the next day? I come back the next day. I come as Superman. It's nowhere near. Uh, the next day I'm coming back as Santa Claus. It's nowhere near Christmas. Just every day you're coming up with I'm a new routine. I'm doing wild stuff, Just bro. to get attention? Just to get attention, you know? And so this is kind of built... My character of who I am, who I am. You never know, somebody to look like Bobby Green. No. When you see me, you go, oh, that's him. That's Bobby Green because why it's, it's not all the black guys with tattoos on the head. Yeah, it's not all the black guys with a beard like that. Yeah, it's not all the black guys that look like him in the UFC. Look like him. Yeah, I'm just an individual. I kind of learned that from that, bro. I would do some wild shit and like it tripped me out that the school would kick me out for what I was wearing. It's not against dress code. Like, I wear, sometimes I wear fishnets, you know? Like just fishnets? <laughs> just fishnets, see-through fishnets and shit. Damn. Yeah, and fucking crazy-ass shave but, my, like, I, I would sometimes I bleach my hair so much that my hair would fall out. Yeah. A fucking big-ass ball spot, ball spot that I have to shave my head.
0: So I painted all white. But you know, the school would kick you out just probably because you're a distraction. You know what I'm saying? That's what they said. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly
1: what they said. Yeah, as but a to parent, you understand like, like, that now, right? As a kid, I just didn't get it. No, yeah. I'm just like, no, you're what doing am I distracting you? Yeah. I'm still I'm trying me. to learn.
0: I just look like a fish. Yeah. You
1: know? yeah. I'm still. It's yeah. Insane, I'm not bothering. Yeah. I don't cause any problems. Now,
0: I would assume by dressing up in those crazy styles, the gangs were like, we're going to pass on Bobby. Right? They're like, the kid no. with, with the kid with the no. blue hair. We, no. we don't need him in the
1: gang. No, really, they want no. you more. They're gonna they're gonna test you, you know. Like so. You ought to assume you got. I bullied. got that from some white boys. Okay, these are the first guys that actually looked up. For instance, oh, I gotta tell you this for you. Got
0: what from white boys? Like dyeing your hair and all that yes, stuff. Yes, of course. I was a rock
1: and roll guy. I was in the rock and roll. Marilyn Manson. You know Marilyn Manson, all that crazy. Yeah. That's where I was looking like those guys. Insane fucking insane clown posse, yeah, all that fucking shit. Fucking nuts. You know. And so, Jackass was around. Where are those pictures? Jackass was around, we are doing fucking wild. Kicking each other in the and stuff. I'm telling you, I wear some crazy fucking shit. So.
0: Wait, before you go on, were you on the wrestling team while you are dressing like this?
1: I actually got kicked off the team, because my coach was like, hey. You're just too wild. You can't, yeah, you can't do that, bro. You're just too fucking wild. Yeah, wrestling's
0: like, that's their ops of that. They don't want the attention, just
1: yeah. do your work, pin who's the guy, get fucking, out. Yeah, who's this kid who keeps coming? Because my idea of wrestling was, WWF. All I thought wrestling was WWF. Yeah. It's not. No. I went in there and I was like, Where's the turn? Where's the tables and the chairs and the yeah the, the turnbuckles and the you know yeah. I'm gonna jump off the ropes and get somebody in the K-Man people's elbow. Face paint and fuck it. Yeah. They're like, What are you? Nothing. They're like yeah. so then we start practice. I slam a guy and they go, Actually, you can't do that. Like, what? You can't slam somebody in wrestling. No. Actually, you're supposed to put your knee down before you slam them. I like, wow, this shit is kind of gay. Yeah. And we got to wear these tight spandex, you yeah. know? Complete so,
0: opposite of what you were thinking. But it? I got
1: free food, so I stayed. So then you. My coach buys free food on, uh, on our dual meets and, and tournament days, so. So while
0: you're going through this phase, we call it a phase. While you going through this insane phase, was, which I'm so excited about, I can't wait to see pictures. But as you go, insert picture here. Uh, but while you're going through the phase, your younger and older brother are they are they like,
1: what like, where are they at on this? Okay, so my younger brother, I mean my older brother, got taken away through through foster care, literally out of my arms. Like so, you have
0: no idea. One day saying?
1: I was trying to run home. I knew they were gonna come get him, and I finally got home. I got him, and, and uh, the social worker was like, oh, he has to go, he has to go. And they pulled him literally on the arms, took him away. I didn't see him for another four years, you know? And
0: you guys were, you guys were close. Yeah,
1: That's yeah. Terrible. I was like my dad because we didn't have dads. He's like my dad, so yeah. he went that way. Now it's just me and my younger brother in the home, you know what I mean? And so my younger brother and my grandma don't know about this. I'm a black, I'm black okay? And this is why I was explaining to you, my grandma didn't understand. My grandma didn't get get me until the last year of her life. Why? Because to black folks, you don't do this stupid shit. Yeah. I'm coming home normal. So I go, wake up in the morning. I go to my friend's house. My school's like five miles away. I used to walk to school for five miles to get to school. But then I met these white boys. I never lost a fight before. I get in a fight with these white guys and they're doing these weird things to me. I never felt it before, I've been in many fights, and I just knew that was something different. They were wrestlers. Uh. They were doing this and legging in and putting on a pretzel yeah. and bar it half in yeah. and I'm like, what the? Uh. Yeah. And I have never been, and these are white guys. I've never lost a fight, especially a white guy, yeah. you know? So I never forgot it. And I met the guys in high school, they got me into wrestling, and now we're doing the crazy white boy stuff. Yeah. But I can't tell my grandma. You know? this grandma going to go crazy. So grandma don't know about this. I've been doing this shit for like a good month. Grandma sees you dressed as the crow. What? No, she don't. She, I come out oh, normal. she has no idea, yeah. I leave early in the Thank morning i I leave at 5 o'clock in the morning to get to school by 7. Jesus. So now, that's how long it takes me to walk to school. Yeah. Now I go uh, with the white guys. White guys, they get to drive to school. Yeah. So now we get to take, so now I'll meet up with them earlier. I leave my house, meet at their house. We come up with what the fuck we're going to do. Like, oh, you should do this. You should wear a patch over your eye. I mean, you should you should shave your head. And we're just like, we're fucking down. We're going to do whatever, you know? So we do it. Now, i don't know.
0: Real quick, though, before you go on about grandma. Would, would the rest of the white guys dress up, too, or are they just yes. dressing you up? Oh, they gotcha. dress
1: up, too. Gotcha. We're the pack of three, and we just fucking oh, dope, wild out. Dope. But I'm definitely the most crazy of the three. Sure. I'm going to push the fucking envelope, yeah. you know? They'll kind of, like, wear a little makeup, and they'll do a little something. And a little mascara. Yeah, you know, but no nah, me. I'm fucking pushing it, yeah. you know? But, um... So I go to school, and as I come home after practice with the wrestlers, I go back and I chink it all off. Yeah. I get back normal, and I go home Concept. to grandma. Yeah. So grandma don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: All of a sudden, now I'm becoming a distraction. It's becoming an everyday thing. Now they're starting to report it to grandma. Came home one day. I remember this shit vividly. Like, did they call you grandma? Like, hey, Bobby's your your dressed grandma. like Krusty the Clown. We gotta. Yeah. So this is a hilarious ass story. I fucking. I hate using public bathrooms, okay? Yeah. So I've been holding my shit literally from third period. Yeah, nightmare. holding it all day. I don't want to use the public bathrooms. Sure. So I'm holding it, holding it. Are you dressed at the like the crow
0: at this time, too? I don't know, like what the, crazy? bro,
1: this, there's so many outfits, I have no idea. Sure, okay. So, fucking, I've been holding my shit all day. I'm fucking getting home, I'm walking, and I finally walk, and I get over to this little field. We get over this field, and it's a wall that goes into my neighborhood. I jump over the wall. And as soon as I land, boom! I, I fucking just crap shit myself, pants, yeah. shit my pants, bro. I'm like, oh! Ah, so I'm fucking doing the doodle walk, you know, walking home the last it's about a block more. Sure. I'm fucking doing the doodle walk. I get in the home, I open the door, my grandma's already there with the belt. We're waiting on them because they called, and she you has, know. It, she just started whooping the shit out of me. You. While you're filled with she, shit. While I'm filled with shit. What a nightmare, you know. Then she washed my underwear too. That's how sweet ah, she was. She grandma. gave me. She washed all my clothes poor after. Poor grandma. Yeah. So so then your brother gets taken to foster
0: care, your grandma doesn't know you're dressing up like all these crazy things, you shit your pants, and then your little <laughs> brother at this time right now, what's he, is he just like, Bobby's, like, where's little brother, little brother is already influenced by the gang activity? Or what?
1: Little brother's with grandma, so he's not. Little brother didn't fight in the gangs until grandma died. Gotcha. My grandma, that grandma, mom, and daddy. Grandma wouldn't even let us do anything, no type of shit so like that. So once Grandma left, that's when your your brother kind of went down the oh so road. The last year of our life, starts seeing, you're actually successful at wrestling. Yeah. You're actually doing pretty good, and she starts getting behind me. Yep. And she sees like, oh, he's this kid's good. So my, my the last day my grandma was alive. She was sitting on the floor. She's out of breath. We had these little swamp fans that blow. And she said, Bobby, Bob, she called me. I came in there and she's like, she held my hand and she was like, Do you love me? I looked her dead and I told her, Yes, grandma, I love you, you know? I went to school and then I got the call. And so the last day she died, and I just put it in my in my memory bank, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it for her. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna make her proud, you know? Because that was my mom and dad, and like you're supposed to make your mom and dad proud. So when she passes,
0: what happens to you and your brother?
1: That's where then
0: you don't have a guardian, right?
1: I now have to figure out what I'm gonna do. I've been working so hard at this wrestling stuff, and I feel like when I wanna make her proud to end it well, you know? But my family's in Rialto, one of my aunts, she's gonna take, take my, uh, my little brother. So I decide to not go there and stay with this white family, to stay in Montana to continue wrestling. Correct. So I made a decision to go this way. My brother didn't have a choice, he went that way. The the family had already known me for years being on the wrestling team. Yeah. And they knew I was a good kid. They knew that hey he's not he's a little troubled, but they saw me and they've seen me for years that's enough great. to watch me go, We can take this little black boy yeah, in, you know. God bless him man. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And to this day, we're we're tight. Oh really? Know? That's great. To this day. I I lost none of my homies, none of my friends unless they cut their cells off, yep. you know?
0: That's great, man. And then going back to fighting, you know, so in the UFC, you know, you've had this phenomenal career, you've had fight of the nights, and you fought everybody and you're at the end of your contract now, right? And you did the UFC a solid fight in Makachev. So I guess with the UFC, I assume it's good terms because you're obviously a fan favorite and you're an exciting fighter. And you fought everybody. So now it's, you know, what, what would be best case scenario for you? I assume stay with the UFC.
1: Stay with the UFC. Um I'm a big person in loyalty. I believe in staying loyal to to what you is uh to who the people that give you an opportunity you know yeah like Everybody, like for instance, if me and you came up together, I, could, I would always come back to you before I would go to anyone else. Yeah. Just because I met you first and, and you introduced me to this, you know? And the UFC's been good to you, yeah? They've been good to me, yeah. you know? Um, Like I said, them am told before that they paid for my brother's funeral, who I got killed. I didn't know that. Yeah, they paid for my brother's funeral.
0: UFC paid for the entire funeral.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is my...
0: And how long ago did he pass away?
1: Sheesh, 2013, I want to say it is. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, thirteen. And so this is when I was first getting into the UFC. I've had my first fight with them and uh, money started getting low. I hadn't fought, no, I had a knee injury. My, I blew my knee out, so I wasn't able to to fight. They said, hey, what? I was trying to do fucking uh, uh, car washes and, and, and hustle, we, a, we tried to sell food, plates and stuff to, to get, the money money, yeah, get the money up. Yeah, to get the money up for it. And then all of a sudden, the, um Jason called and said the UFC said they'll pay for it. That's like, amazing, that's amazing bro. Yeah. And so that's always had me be a, a soldier for them, you know. That makes it's, sense. I'm down, you know. There's some things that I didn't think that no company would do or anyone would do for me like that, you know. Yeah, that's cool. And that's that means to me like for my little brother with my heart, it's yep. just like, fuck, it takes me a long way, you know? Yep. I'm a little bit different in terms of when it comes to business. Yep. Business is cool, and I understand, like, business and, and, and friendship and those things in personal are different. But sometimes they can kind of intertwine. Like, well, you did me a solid. I'm going to do you a solid, too, sure. in business. yep. Let's take a little break again from chatting with Bobby Green
0: and chowing down on some delicious food because we'll get right back to the show. But first, I got to tell you this, man. I'm on the road a lot. I do meet and greets. And a lot of y'all bros out there losing your hair, man. A lot of you got the George Costanza going on. You got that Jada Pickett Smith going on. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million bros in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. It ain't good. Thank God for my friends at Keeps. They offer a simple, affordable, stress-free way to keep your hair. All you do, meet with a doctor virtually, all right? You don't have to leave your home. 24-7 care and support. It's low-cost. Treatments start at just $10 a freaking month, all right? Keeps has everything you need to keep your hair. It's delivered straight to your door. Remember, prevention is key. Don't look like Brian Callum before it's too late. You're going bald. There's nothing you can do. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash S-C-H-A-U-B to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Now let's get back to the show. You know? What's interesting, too, is you, you know, talk about your brother passing. Not only did your brother pass, thank God the UFC paid for the funeral, but then you also have to fight Josh Thompson.
1: <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, man.
0: Brother passes, then you have to fight Josh Thompson, who's you know, you know close friend of mine. Josh is a savage, dude.
1: Okay. Um, fuck, brother. Like, you just took me back. I just totally yep. forgot about that day, you know? On top of that, off to top it off. Um... I'm just in the UFC. There's some guy come to interview me. I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. I don't know anything about interviews or anything like that. I'm just a kid. Yeah. And the one thing about me, like my fans know, Bobby Green's gonna give you the real, the raw, yeah. the truth. If so this is how I feel, this is how I feel, I'm just gonna tell you how it is. Now you were signed to
0: fight Josh and then your brother died during the camp? No,
1: no, no. I got thrown in on short notice. Oh my God. I took the fight on two weeks notice. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. So I get thrown in this fight. I'm not even on the poster. They yeah. can't even change the poster to put my face on it. Yeah. It still got Michael Johnson on it. Yep. You know? And so uh I'm dealing with that, right? A reporter comes to interview me. I'm trying to explain to him, I'm not like any of the other fighters, okay? I know you're trying to get your way, you're trying to do your thing. His name is uh Mark Remundy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, you know you're I'm familiar the Mark, with them, right? Mark.
1: So, Mark's a young guy, guy, you know? I've seen all these guys through the years and I can see who they were and, and how yeah. they're changing. But anyway, Mark comes, young kid. I'm like, okay, I'm a young kid too. We're talking about blah, blah. And I'm telling him about my life and I'm telling him everything. I mean, everything. I'm just walking through it and just fucking just laying it out, you know? And just kind of give him an idea, like, listen, he's like telling me, oh, this is the first piece someone's going to do on me. I don't know what a piece is, but I felt like it was going to be more so what I'm getting now. is like an yep. a, a embedded or a destiny yeah. or, you know, one of these shows yeah. where you get more time to explain. I don't know, so I'm just telling him. Turns out I told him something that happened to me that I felt was private, where a teacher was touching on me, you know? oh, damn. And What grade is that? I was about 17. You know, 18, so I was just turning 18, getting ready to turn 18. Um, and it was a very private moment for me, for one. Two, like you, I said, I'm open book. I'm even sitting out here, because I have nothing to hide. You, you, th- you thought uh,
0: divulging that to that reporter, you didn't think he was gonna write it? I didn't
1: think he was gonna know. write it. Yeah. And, and so I was explaining to him all the different stuff of how my life has been, how I got here, and thinking he's just gonna write the piece and know what not and not to. He said, No, you didn't say off the record. Oh, wow. And so you have to say off the record for them not to. And I didn't know. I don't know. You didn't know so, you solid. So he puts the article out. Now, the article comes out right maybe a day or two before the fight. All of a sudden, everybody remembers seeing me, because I was that standout kid, knowed you crazy with the. Yeah. Everybody remembers you. And then I kind of mellowed out and started to understand. And now all of a sudden I started hanging out with this teacher. So everybody remembers us both. They're pinpointing it, hitting me up. My phone's going crazy. Oh, we actually, we want to put a case. Actually, now it's getting controversial now because he was still working at the school, you know? Yeah. And this still was still transpiring. And so now I'm, my brother's dead. Jesus I'm fighting Christ. this short-notice fight, with my biggest fight of the career. I got this other stuff. The teachers are telling me that actually you need to leave now. That they want to have to do some type of investigation and blah blah blah. Yeah, Bro, you I'm just in know. my bed fucking bawling. They're just yeah. crying with the, so much pressure and so much everything I'm feeling at that moment. You know, I'm just trying to grieve with my brother, and it's just like I don't know where I'm pulling the string from, but I'm gonna do it. You know, yeah. and I actually won a fight. So that's what I, I, I'm Dude, I,
0: I can't believe you won that fight. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. because yeah. Josh is no punk. That's insane. Uh, you're, you're, I've wanted you on here for a while, man. Your story's so nuts,os, man, and you just keep doing the damn thing. As far as your division goes, it's stacked, man. After being there with Machav, you think he's the the real deal? Is he the next world champion at 55?
1: Interesting question.
0: Dude, you been there. All, Dustin Poirier, you've been there with some monsters, man.
1: Um, when I was in there, I was learning about him. I finally felt like I got my, got my groove. Where okay, I got you. I got his his timing uh-huh. and everything on the feet, but I still haven't got his wrestling timing yet, and how he's shooting and what is he attacking and where we're gonna go. Yeah, he's pretty good. And and so. I do think he's championship material. I do think uh, the utmost respect to him. He's strong as shit. You yeah, know, like if him. I fought him, I would definitely need to be on on uh, weight training. I don't lift weights or anything like that. Okay. You know. Um, I need to be on a more of a weight training uh, regimen, be strong enough to deal with uh, that pressure, and just have my wrestling timing ready for him. You know, yeah. And he's very smart. Uh, yeah. I, I heard him and Khabib. You know, Khabib keeps uh saying patience. He always keeps telling him this: patient, be patient. Be in a moment you think like go for the finish. Yeah. Khabib tells you no, be patient. Don't move fast. Yeah. You so know, recognize he just did these slow, methodical little moves that I didn't even recognize. Very Khabib style. Yeah, it's Khabib. Very Khabib. Yes. And I didn't recognize that, oh, he already got here. Yep. For instance, like, there was a certain time of transition where he now is me now. First of all, on the takedown, I made the stupidest mistake thinking, I'm going to try to go for a little front and choke on him, you know? Yeah. Suck my legs out. Yep. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I should I've already fought the first takedown off, yep. and I already had success there. I should have stuck to that. But I didn't realize how desperate he was. He realized, yes. Yeah, yeah. Once we had an exchange, I kind of hit him in there a little bit. He just started coming at he wants me. Wants to take no chances, get you down. Yep. So once I fought the takedown off, he kind of slowed down. Yep. Patience. Yeah. They're just patient. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it wasn't so bad. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I fought the takedown off. Like now, I'm give him a couple of knees. Like this is not so bad, you know. Then he had uh, another attack. I, I fought that off. And then we had a separation where I thought, he's giving up. Like, oh, he's not going to try to blow too much right now. We got five rounds. Yeah. No. He was, King. I'm going, I'm going yeah. for it, you know. So he kind of gave us a little gap and, j- and dropped down real low,
0: you know. Oh, you
1: motherfucker. Yeah, he breakfast. seems
0: like the real deal. I'm, I'm curious, you know, because obviously you got
1: uh, <coughs> uh you got, uh, Gaethje, you got Ch- Charles Oliveira fighting. He is the real deal, brother, but it's just like... It's just wrestling. Yeah. Fucking boring. Like, I don't like watching him. Yeah. I mean, just I said it before. Like, were you, were you even, of, even though he gets finishes. Yeah. Like, be honest, I felt the way about Khabib. That's what I was going to say. Were you I felt the Khabib. same way about yeah. Khabib up until he started at least fighting the Gaethys, the Dustins, where at He's least... but work, too. But, but to be honest, it was because he was fighting those names
0: Yeah,
1: that had me watching more so than I wanna watch a uh, Khabib or uh, a Makachev fight. Yeah, I they're hear as far
0: as entertainment I think the entertainment for me, why, why I fell in love with Khabib and Makachev too is how to destroy. They're so dominant and nobody can figure it out. Yes. And so to me it's like into it. in like, man, let's see if, let's they see fi- if he can let's yeah. see if they figure it yeah, out. Yeah, let's see puzzle. if he yeah. They just mop like Terminator style. So it's just watching to see if anybody can figure it out and
1: nobody has. That's where it's fascinating. To me though, let's try this way. Say so you ever play video, you play video games okay yeah. so you ever had a friend we play a video game right and he doesn't really know how to play or he's not as good but he just keeps doing a stupid little low kick he's yeah. just doing the same move over and yeah. over he's, over and over and he's winning <laughs> he's winning yeah. yeah he's winning
0: it's not fun
1: it's yeah. not fun
0: yeah you're just like bro this is stupid yeah
1: like it's kind of boring like for me I already tossed the tool out like all right I started out as a wrestler. Toss that tool out and show them. Because most people think I'm a striker. Yeah. Like, no, be honest. I started as a wrestler. Then I started doing jujitsu. Striking came last. Justin Gaethje style, yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's just to show, all right, I already played with that. And that's cool. And I could do some of that stuff, too. But I'm kind of like the guy where I'm an artist. Yeah. I look at it as like it's art. It's not, like, Khabib and I look at it as like a match. I beat you. I, beat you, I smash you. I finish the match. Winning. It matches, we win, we win. Yeah. No, to me, it's an art, it's a painting. Mm. I call my style poetry in motion. Mm. Meaning, I want you to come in and watch it and feel something deep yeah. about this shit. Like, man, it's mm. just art. And you sitting back and you're just like, what the fuck, like this guy's doing. You know what, he's just like talking to him and he's doing what, and he's,
0: and uh, what? Like, you, you got a winner in uh, Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje?
1: Do I have a winner? Yeah,
0: who do you think wins that?
1: Sheesh. Sheesh. Good fight, right? Man, like you said, these 55s are just so tough and there's so many stacked. capabilities because we're all pretty good at everything. So if it goes this way, it so goes that. Yeah. You know, I can see, like, if you had two guys that you know they're just going to stand, like, heavyweights. Oh, well, he's probably going to get slapped. But these guys, can, it could go, it could go. There's so many options. Um, I would think that the way that... I uh,
0: odds have it Gaethje's a slight underdog. Underdog? Mm-hmm.
1: I would say that I feel Gaethje is going to catch him. I could see that happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like Charles comes out, comes out. He get
0: hit too, and if you get hit by Gaethje, it's tough. Yes. It yeah.
1: I tell everybody this: there's certain people that you fight that will change your life. You For know. Sure. I fought a couple people that after I fought I me, mean, they retired. Yeah. They just realized like it's not worth it. Yeah. Some guys uh, hit too hard. Yeah. Hit too hard. For instance, when Gaethje fought Tony, took a couple of years off his life. Tony's so tough. Tony got him a quitter that he hit him a few times where I'm like, oh God, that just, that was so nasty. That once I'm, the final hit, he hit him, pow! And Tony tried, and all of a sudden he just, he just started backing away like, yeah, now he just got, couldn't take any more.
0: Now you got Tony, Michael Chandler coming up. Great fight.
1: Tony's fucking tough as shit. Tough you know? to come. First mm-hmm. team on top. tough. Too tough for his own good that he don't even know. But I think something subliminally so clicked where he just couldn't take he just any more hits yeah. from Gachi. I agree. Well,
0: dude, I hope you sign a freaking 25 contract UFC. <laughs> I hope you get the biggest names in the world. There's a couple of dads eating some chicken sandwiches right now. Before you go, man, uh, um, every guest. Dad guess, bod. Uh, you're not dad, dad Bod, man. Before you go, every, everyone that comes on, I give him a shoe that I think represents him. These are from my boys at Suplex in Philly.
1: The soup I thought thrilling. you were gonna give me some crazy rainbow. I mean, you be wearing nah, some colors, bro. I wear some colors. You be th- wearing some colors. Yeah,
0: I take some fashion risk. Man. But, I mean, not like you in high school, but uh, <laughs> these are for you, my man. I know red your thing. Take hey, some, uh, some red cakes. We got some new ones now.
1: Hey. Yeah. Hell yeah, my man.
0: This is some badass. Fire 3s, yes, sir. Man. Those are for you. Those are your size, my man. Uh. They go with the fit too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, should I take these ones off? Yeah, they look pretty put dope. i these man. ones on, yeah. Yeah, I'll shit. be
0: wearing those your next fight, man. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. appreciate yeah, shit. Come on, I'm rocking them up. Get the appreciate Montana safe, up. yes. Bobby Green, ladies and gentlemen.